If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, your apocalypse podcast network. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, we're Where still. I am end of the world, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Doomsday Brian. Oh, Doomsday Brian. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're still the sex and relationship podcast, even though there's no sex or relationships happening right now. Or there's like all the sex and relationships happening right now. I mean. Because people are like hunkered down with people. Yeah. Not me personally. I wish I was. No, not me either. The CDC (laughs) recommends against that. Says it's it's a bad idea, so. To hook up right now? Um, Probably. I mean, to hook up like if you're in a committed relationship where you have your special boo like that's probably fine but okay everyone that i know that has a special boo is like i'm gonna fucking kill them i can't handle this anymore i mean this is a good time to really test your relationship is it gonna work (laughs) it's so true It's so true. What a strange time to be alive. Oh. Like, even my dad, who is 70 years old, was like, this is so fucking weird. Like, when he's he- like, I've never been through anything like this in my life. And he's like, I just want to go to happy hour, and we have happy hour in my house now, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Maybe I should do that, because yeah. I am really struggling with the uh, not having social interaction. Me too. Oh my God. My sister and I were just talking about that. How like I'm just struggling, like not being around people at all. Like, I literally just walked the dog to the store to get a Sprite the other day. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I was just so happy to like talk to another human, yeah. which normally I'm like, I get in, get out. I can't stand talking to other people. But like, <laughs> I was so happy to just talk to this woman at the counter just because I was like, oh my God, another human person. Right. Like, yeah, and I, yeah. I I miss the bars. They're closed in Kansas City now. They have been since I know. since Monday, and it's like maybe I just want to go to the grocery store and walk around and lose my faith in humanity again, so I don't feel right. this way. Like, oh. yeah, I think every time I go to the grocery store, I remember how much I hate people. <laughs> yeah, it's a good reminder. But when I'm sitting at the house for twelve hours, and I'm like, damn, I really wish I had a happy hour to go to. Really wish I could go play some darts or something. I know. <sighs> like, oh, we were talking, like, so the little bar around the corner from my house, we'll give a shout out to the watering hole early. And, like, me and, like, these three other regulars were hanging out there on my birthday last week. And we were like, Becky, the owner's like, um, I think I'm just going to have to close down, you guys. And we're like, but what if you just? And then she's like, no, I really, but what if you just? <laughs> <laughs> How many beers like, guys, do we need I to drink can't. per hour to keep you open? Right. Right. Challenge. We're like, but you. Just like close before ten o'clock when all the riffraff gets here. And she's like, No, they'll just come early and then someone's gonna get their grandma sick and I won't be able to live with myself. Oh <sighs> so bummer risky. For sure. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but speaking of uh Bummeruskis. P- pandemics and <laughs> bummeruskis. To recap our last episode, it was SEIs, aka don't fuck Derek Jeter, for the love of God. How is that not the episode title? Like, we went back and forth about that. And I'm like, I don't I like cooties it. that has, like, a negative connotation with it. Yeah, but then you were like, her piece, his piece, our piece. And I was like, no, there's no our piece. We don't have her piece, <laughs> no, Brian. We don't, have, we don't have herpes, but it was just, it, it was punny. I like the puns. 
No, I don't herpes, like people who think I have herpes. Herpes, his peas, our peas. Our peas is <laughs> it's our show, Brian. Well, that's fair. For the record, we don't have herpes and we have not had sex with Derek Jeter. Very true. Um, and I did rename it to his peas or herpes, his peas, and you're like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't like that it. That's funny as it. fuck. No, it's gross. It is gross, but it's it's a pun. It's it's fun. Brian, I'm going on record saying I hate that. I'm I, I know, I know. And what what is it? And then I was like cooties, and you were like, no, I hate cooties. Yeah. I was like, okay. And whatever. now it's the gift that keeps giving. The STI episode. Yeah. AKA, don't fuck Derek Jeter. I'm adding that right now. Yeah. Yeah, add it in right now, will you? Let's go. Anyway, the reason we say that is because Derek Jeter is a dirty, herpy-carrying infector uh, of everyone in Hollywood. So, yeah, no. But today, today's episode is um, we are we are dedicating this episode <laughs> <laughs> to my sister, aka Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> AKA the United Dater of Benetton, AKA Jane. This is interracial dating. I like it. We haven't yeah. done this before. We have not done this before. And it was funny because now that everyone is bored, I just keep getting phone call after phone call, which is great because I love talking to my family. And yeah, like my dad Skypes me like every day now, which is great. I love my parents. <laughs> I keep like putting people on hold. Like I, I could not tell you the last time I used my call waiting. <laughs> yeah. And like right now, my call waiting is like hot. I'm like, oh, it's a good thing we still have that because right. I've been using it a lot. Anyway, I haven't I was used it in so sister. long. I forgot about it. Yeah. So um, I was on the phone with my sister, and we were talking about dating and how like dating during the apocalypse is. She lives in Seattle. And right now they are under like total lockdown. Right. Like, she lives in a building where they like are, they're telling them like your key cards aren't going to work like after a certain point. Like if you leave, like, you're not coming back. Right. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. So it's kind of crazy. But then also, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a topic that so we were to, we it was somehow we got down the line of like her dating like she was like I love brown boys like of all kinds no matter what kind of brown hair I love brown boys and I was like cool so I was like you know like I I haven't ever had like a boyfriend of a different race mm-hmm. I don't think now that I'm thinking I don't think but yeah like I've like I've like I've hooked up with people from different races sure. So, but, like, I haven't really ever given, like, the thought of, like, interracial dating, like, a lot of thought. And I don't know why. I think it's just because I keep ending up in, like, exponentially more racist states as I move on. (laughs) Right. Like, 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 I'm not sure that there are black people in North Carolina. And not North Carolina. Like, Yeah. Illinois was my last chance. Like, (laughs) then you move to Indiana, then you move to Arkansas, then you move to North Carolina. It just gets progressively less of a chance that you're going to find somebody of a different race. Right. But um, but it's not like I wouldn't be opposed to it. Like, I feel like diversity is wonderful. Absolutely. And we've talked, yeah. I mean, we've kind of touched on the subject uh, before, I forget which episode, when we were kind of talking about how many people agreed with um, yeah. interracial dating. And yeah. it's not, it shouldn't be a problem. It really shouldn't. Um, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, like a surprising amount of the country does not agree with it. 
Well, still, but you know, like the good thing is after like reading all of this research that I did for the episode, like we've come a long way, which is really exciting. And like, you know, in its most basic form, like interracial dating is a form of dating outside a specific social group involving partners who belong to different races or racialized ethnicities. Mm-hmm. Is like the actual definition. And that was a burp for uh, who's keeping track. I heard it. I'll drink. I know you guys are drinking. <laughs> oh, my God. We should post the drinking game because you know everybody's sitting home drinking. Oh, that's right a good now. one. Also, with that, um, I would like to invite anyone to join the Facebook group, Quarantine Beer Chugs. This is probably the coolest thing I've been invited to in my life. What? Quarantined Beer Chugs. This is an early shout out. Uh, I was going to say, this is also like a very... <laughs> Early digression, but go for it. Yeah, I'm into very it. Very early digression. Um, basically, it's just people all over the world chugging beers on Facebook. That's all it is. I'm so into it. Yeah. Yeah. I will send you an invite. Like shotgunning or just a chug? Say that again. Is it like shotgunning a beer or just a chug? Just a chug. Or there's people okay. who are like, you know, taking shots or, you know, some people don't drink I'm into beer. It. Uh, let me see. Let me invite you real quick. <laughs> Okay, please do. I've gone through a half a bottle of alcohol already this weekend. I bought <laughs> two bottles myself, of whiskey yesterday. Just and drinking by myself. The liquor store was insane. insane. Oh my gosh, so yeah, in North Carolina, like we only have, like you can only buy liquor at the ABC stores. Like there are these outlet stores where you can buy liquor. You can't buy it anywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just run by the government. And so, because apparently people can't be trusted in North Carolina. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was crazy because they were only letting in one person at a time. And I was laughing. Like, I was talking to my friends, Jenny and Laura, <laughs> the other day. And I was like, I was like, it straight up looked like a 1994 Ticketmaster line on a Saturday morning. <laughs> like, people trying to get, remember, 1994 when you had to get tickets to concerts. Yeah. At a Ticketmaster outlet. <laughs> Like, that's what it looked like. It was just, like, straight up one at a time, in and out. Like, nervous people, fucking brew shaking on the side of the building. It was hilarious. But, yeah. At least they're still open. Yeah. I I don't know how long. I I think on Tuesday, the Kansas City um, liquor stores are going to shut down. You better suck up, bro. I mean, I've I've got a little bit of a collection, but not fucking 30 days worth. Not enough. (laughs) <laughs> not enough it's funny because That's four podcasts you have to get through at least Brad. i know and i drink so much during this podcast another digression um <laughs> it's so early for these digressions but uh brandy texted me earlier and she was like yeah i've got cousin uh, brandy yeah That's... cousin brandy she's like yeah i've got um a bottle of rum and two bottles of wine i'm like you're gonna need a bigger boat yeah, <laughs> straight up. I have one box of Franzia and then a bottle of vodka and a bottle of Fireball in the freezer. And I'm like, not enough. <laughs> yeah, Still not enough. No, not enough. Not enough. I, like when I start running out, like, like I've been like, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. But I'll admit it. Like, like, I'll, like I opened like a can of Truly. It was like a lemonade one. And I was like, oh, this is kind of gross. And I was like, oh, but I need, might need to mix it with something later. <laughs> So I just have like half drinking cans of Truly, like in, oh yeah, in my fridge, because I'm like I can't waste right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. You never no, know; you can't. they're just gonna shut everything down. No, not that anything was really happened in Western North Carolina. Like literally, nothing has happened. Like we're all just sitting inside our houses, like 
bored. Yeah. Um, di- digression number three, so early. I live in the uh, county in Kansas with the most cases of corona right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you better stay inside. I, no dating for you, Brian. You would be the spread. <laughs> I'm going to be that monkey in the in the movie Outbreak. Yeah. <laughs> Except your actual monkey. <laughs> Good point. Or your... You're uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, <laughs> not the like your monkey air quotes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was trying to think of the word, but I couldn't think of it because I've been drinking all day. Um, okay, so anyway, <laughs> back to interracial dating. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, so just a few key facts about interracial dating slash marriage that I did find. Um, in 1967, which was, okay, count them, 20, 50, 53 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 53 years ago, only 53 years ago, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in the Loving versus Virginia case that marriage across racial lines was legal throughout the country. Only 53 years ago, Brian. That's insane. I'm 39. Yeah. That was only 14 years before I was born. Mm, no, no, not good. But we've come a long way. Is your phone like vibrating off? Yeah, can you hear head? that? I'm sorry. I can hear it. <laughs> I mean, this this apocalypse is not bad for like the thirsty girls, but. Oh, uh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> the ones who wouldn't respond like two weeks ago. Responding oh, like crazy right like, now. Yeah, yeah. they're bored. Especially yeah, bartenders. They're like they're not getting hit on oh, anymore. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. They're not getting hit on anymore, and they are thirsty. It is as funny. Fuck. Yeah, the chefs are coming out of the woodwork over here. <laughs> <laughs> I will put my phone on a softer spot so it doesn't okay. interrupt. Sounds good. Okay, but uh, the good news is is that intermarriage has increased steadily since then. So. One in six U.S. newlyweds, which is 17%, were married to a person of a different race or ethnicity in 2015. That's awesome. Yeah, which is five times more than the 3% in 1967. Yeah, one um, one in six. That's Yeah. yeah. And that's just newlyweds. Um, So one of the things that they did mention that, you know, that they were saying on this is it's a little harder to keep track of, like, relationships. Mm -hmm. So you'll hear the term intermarriage a lot when it comes to the statistical facts. But it's because, obviously, like, statistical facts are are much easier to, like, come by when it's something that is documented by the government. Makes sense, yeah. So, yeah. But, um... And among all married in 2015, not just newlyweds, 10% were intermarried. And that's about 11 million total. Wow. That's great. Yeah, it is great. Like, one of the things we talk about at work all the time in terms of, like, training and stuff is, like, diversity and how good diversity is, like, for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like, getting two minds in that are, like, different is always better than one that's exactly, the, or two that are exactly the same. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. I like it. Yeah. What's next, Brian? Um, so, the most common racial or ethnic pairing among newlyweds intermarried couples is one Hispanic and one white spouse. 42%. That's huge. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is huge. Um, hey, maybe I have a chance with a hot guy at the gym. 
whenever all this spread <laughs> dies down, yeah, I can that's go back the thing. to the gym. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, uh, the me- the next most common intermarriage pairing are one white and one Asian spouse. Fifteen percent. That is surprising because I think I, I think a lot of people who don't um, know the statistics on this would say that interracial marriage is black and white. Right. Yes, I agree. And so far, not on the map. Yeah. But here we go. Some yeah. 12% of newlywed intermarried couples include one white and one multiracial spouse. And a sure. Lo- so, okay. Yeah. And 11% include one white and one black spouse. Isn't that crazy? It's the lowest on the list. It's the lowest on the list, but I feel like with all the um, stereotypes and all you know, all that racist bullshit that's out there, that's the one that they're worried about. I know. Yeah. I know. We'll get to like why you know some of those like stigmas are out there mm-hmm. in a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I I, I don't f- know what it is. I feel like if you ask the Ku- the Ku Klux Klan like what the major problem is in America, they're going to be like. Oh, it's white and and black people marrying, and it's like ah. no. Who was I just <laughs> listening to? There was a comic that was just, oh, it was Brad Sativa. Oh my god, uh-huh. he just did this whole bit where he was like, uh, "The KKK has us down on the list to like number three largest threat," and he's like, "Oh no, fuck that!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like number one homosexuals, number two something else. He's like number three. Black people is like, no, motherfucker, you're going to hate us. You're going to hate us. Like, we're going to be number one on that list. It was just so funny because like, I don't mean to, like, ruin his bet or anything, but it's just like, yeah, which is fucking crazy. Like, I don't know. I mean, half of, half of their doctrine is based on that. Like, I don't pretend to know how racism works, <clears throat> like, because it's just such an insane fucking concept to me. Well, it's a bunch of, like, let, let me explain it real quick. It's a bunch of, like, little dick insecure redneck assholes Mm -hmm. yes that are like oh man the black man is going to take over the world and impregnate our daughters and we need we need to fight that right calm the fuck down yeah i don't know yeah but um it is interesting because nearly three in ten asian newlyweds which is 29 percent were married to someone of a different race or ethnicity in 2015 Mm-hmm. Uh, as were 27% of Hispanic newlyweds. So intermarriage for these groups was especially prevalent among the U.S. born. So if you were born actually in the U.S., 39% of U.S. born Hispanics and almost half, 46% of U.S. born Asian newlyweds were intermarried in 2015. That's amazing. Never- A melting pot of America. Fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's gonna be. Also, it's gonna be yeah. really hard for me not to be like political or um, an asshole on this episode. But it's like, oh, just but just be like, because people who are fucking racist are the worst. They are the people. worst. And you think of the phrase or the the motto of "Make America Great Again," and it's like, gross. Fuck you. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Fuck Actually, get you. me started. Okay. Because I was watching... <laughs> okay. I was watching Dirty Money on Netflix the other day. Go, We're going to go ahead and go tangent number four. Okay. Okay. I was watching Dirty Money on Netflix the other day, and Jared fucking prickface hit Donald Trump's son-in-law. Mm-hmm. 
uh, literally is the biggest slumlord of all time. And as a landlord, I literally take that shit very personally. Sure. Because I run a clean operation. I try to make sure that people's places where they live are fucking top-notch as hell. And it's that kind of bullshit that he is doing that makes landlords look bad. And I hate his guts. Yeah. Literally, like, pushing people out of, like, gentrifying neighborhoods, essentially. Right. It's just disgusting. Yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, but that whole... And doing it not just in New York City, but all the way as far as, like, Maryland, like, Baltimore. He's taken over Baltimore now. It's just completely disgusting. Wow. And I hate him. And I hate a... him so much. And you brought up the, you know, America is a melting pot and, you know, make America great again. And it's like, no, America's fucking fine. America's already fucking great. Why don't you America chill the fuck out? America's yeah. already great. Like... It is the best country in the world. And if we just stop the bullshit... Of, like, electing people like him as president, it will just continue to get better. Yeah. I literally watched, not to keep going back into this rabbit hole, but I was watching this video last night where John Legend was, like, hanging out with Liz Warren, and, like, he was just, like, talking so great about her, and, like, they were just hanging out, and she was being adorable Liz Warren, and, like... And, like, I was, like, crying watching, like, John Legend be like, I just believe in her so much, and, like... (sighs) so sad and john legend obviously one of the greatest african-american artists of all time was like this woman i really believe in her and nope can't get elected because you're a woman so right anyway anyway speaking (laughs) of gender let's move on to gender differences okay segway Whoop. Boom. <laughs> as long- oh, we're gonna ne- we're gonna now add drink when Beth has a solid segue. Well I was gonna say, like, let's drink when um we digress. Yes. But then it, it's a double drink when we turn a digression a- into a segue. A segue, boom. Boom. Yeah, I love it. All right, I'm gonna double drink for that. <laughs> I can still hear your phone blowing up, right? Fuck, I put it on a <laughs> uh, the apocalypse Let's is rough. Take it off silent. I won't be able to hear it ding on your headphones. No, it's not dinging. It's just vibrating. I know. That's what I'm saying. If you take it off silent. But then you'll hear it ding. No, I won't because it's, your, it's not in your... It's in your headphones, remember? Oh, maybe. Okay. That makes sense. Now I'm going to hear it ding and I'm going to be distracted every single time. <laughs> All right. Anyway, gender differences. Um... So this was really interesting. In 2015, um, 24% of recently married black men were intermarried compared to only 12% of newly married black women. Gotcha. So, yeah. So more black men are marrying people outside of their race almost by twice as much yeah. as black women. Oh, exactly. Twice as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Um, there's also... Notable gender differences among Asian newlyweds. Just over one third, thirty six percent of newlywed Asian women were intermarried in in two thousand fifteen, compared to twenty one percent of recently married Asian men. Isn't that crazy? It's a is a little crazy, yeah. It's because it's like totally opposite with those two particular cultures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was interesting because among white and Hispanic newlyweds, intermarriage rates are similar for both men and women. Interesting. Yeah. Because we're like, fuck it, we'll marry anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Right? At this point, it's like... Uh, I mean, truly, I'm I'm open to, 
Yeah, all the colors of the. I'm ready to be Mr. Worldwide with my sister over here. Okay. <laughs> it's like the qualifications are: Are you a good person? And do yes. you have coronavirus? Do you have a big dick? Also? <laughs> I'm not concerned with that last one. Well, I know you're not. But <laughs> I'm just saying, if we're talking about my personal qualifications. Gotcha. So let's see, where were we? Fuck. Geography and interracial dating. Geography also plays a part in interracial dating. Gotcha. Geography mm-hmm. and interracial dating. It's taken me that long to find it. Um, <laughs> four in ten newlyweds in Honolulu, which sounds wonderful right now, but I did see a video yeah. where they closed their fucking beaches. You can't. Oh, and also, yeah, Daniel Day Kim, who was like on Lost, he was like a star on Lost. Yeah. He definitely has the Rona. Oh, fuck. And he was filming a show in New York when he got it. Goodness. We just... But he also did this whole thing about how he's like, just stay the fuck inside your house and you'll be fine. Mm. He's like, I'm on the mend because I stayed in a different wing of the house. Wing of the house. Must be nice. Must be nice. Uh, <laughs> than my family. But also he's like, yeah, like he's like, I went directly home. I went to a drive through clinic and got tested. They confirmed that I had it and I self-quarantined the entire time. Yeah. And I mean, for most people, you're going to be able to get over it. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, uh, four in ten newlyweds in Honolulu, 42%, are married to someone of a different race or ethnicity. Yeah, That's huge. Almost half. Yeah, which is great. Um, And then also followed by newlyweds in Las Vegas. Now, this was also interesting because going back to the marriage episode, those were two of the highest, like, Marriage, marriage and divorce dates, yeah, and divorce. Well, not ha- not Hawaii. Hawaii wasn't. Oh, divorced. that's fair. Las Vegas was divorced, <laughs> right? But Las Vegas also had the second highest, which was thirty one percent of interracial marriages. Gotcha. So then, yeah. right be right after that is uh, Santa Barbara, California, thirty percent in the metro area. Yeah. Also shameful, shameful North Carolina. Shit. Okay, at the same time, <laughs> just 3% of newlyweds in or around Asheville, North Carolina specifically. <laughs> so the closest major metropolitan area, metropolitan area like my 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 airport that I fly right. out of, Asheville, North Carolina, just 3%. 3%. And they're comparing us to Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, also at 3%. Um but you know that's so like, and it's so weird because I'm glad that you you put the uh, geographical information in here. But that makes a huge difference. Like when you were in Chicago, when you were in Indiana, you saw people all the time, all the time, and it wasn't that big couples. of a deal. But then when you it went to totally Arkansas, when you went to Arkansas, oh, it was you never saw people that were no. interracial, and it was couples. very strange for me going from Arkansas to Kansas City, where uh, Kansas City has got to be. Up there on the on the list too, but it's like Oh Brian, that oh, is Oh Ugh. I just saw that. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> I did want to make the point that not all of North Carolina sucks because Fayetteville, North Carolina, roughs a solid twenty nine percent interracial relationship statistic. So That is huge. And Rally was up there too. Yeah, yeah. Rally was up there too. It was like sixteen, which is above average. Mm-hmm. Brian? Unfortunately. <laughs> no statistics on Kansas City. Why? Because they weren't high enough. There wasn't a high enough percentage. 
to report. Really? Yep. I find that to be... This was all major metropolitan areas in the entire country were polled. I, I feel like my own poll of what I've observed, it's probably about a third. We're up there. Right, you're just going to woke as fuck like bars and shit. Well, not these days. Too soon. Sorry. <laughs> I want my bars back. I want my bars back. I want so my bad. bars back. I'm making a t-shirt. By the way, I want my bars back. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of which, yeah, if you want to get a t-shirt, Ryan, I, are they fully available now? I'm going to say that they are. The only thing that's going to stop me is getting the actual physical t-shirt. But I'm ready to fucking print. Whenever you guys want t-shirts. <laughs> Get in those DMs. Let me know what you go want. Go to Patreon. Go to Patreon. Oh, go to Patreon, become a sponsor, and you'll get a t-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. It's www.patreon.com slash Frank and Beans, the words Frank and Beans, all lowercase, and we will get you, become a, a sponsor, Yep. and we'll get you that t-shirt. We'll add it to one of the higher tiers, but like right now yeah. I'm only able to do one color because I'm still That's figuring fine. it out. But, but it looks good. It looks good, yeah. So, I mean, if you want, like, a black t-shirt with a pink fucking... You already have, like, two of them, don't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're both yours, but it's for you your birthday present. Me? Yeah. They... Well, I'm going to do a white one for you as well. It's for I your birthday like present, tees. which, you know, was three weeks ago. I'm just that much of a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> it was actually only eight days ago, so you're not too bad. Eight days ago from when we're recording, when this releases. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. When you're releasing, it'll be like... It, two weeks. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's okay. It's okay. We're all under quarantine, Brian. I, I wish... I'm, I'm using that as the, the excuse. I literally... Okay, I didn't even... Because my other sister... My other sister's birthday is four days after mine, right? Mm-hmm. So almost impossible to forget. Okay, literally, I had to lay off half my staff... On the day of my sister's birthday, and I felt like such shit about it. A, spent half the day arguing just to get, like, like some kind of workers' rights, like, instated. Mm-hmm. B, had to go have a meeting with them and tell them all. And C, like, before that, like, try to figure out how to maximize the number of hours without, like, the minimum number of exposure. Like, that day was a shit day for me. Completely forgot my sister's birthday. Looked online on Facebook the next day. I wasn't on Facebook one time. Didn't even look at the date one time because my entire day was just spent, like, trying to make sure people didn't lose their ass. Right. And then I was like, dude, I'm the biggest piece of shit. Brian, I can still hear your phone. It vibrating or dinging? Yes, vibrating. I, I, I don't know what I can do. I'm sorry. Take it off a surface. Okay. <laughs> Just hold it in your hand. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I yeah, completely forgot her birthday. I'm the worst sister ever. So, Jenna, I'm very sorry. I know you're not listening to this. You never will. But I love you, and I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jane listens. Jenna doesn't. Gotcha. Okay. Anyway, she's busy homeschooling her children right now. It's very sad. Yeah, it's a wreck out there. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Back to acceptance of interracial relationships. There was no segue there, so we'll just go one drink. Fair. Okay. Now, despite these meager statistics on interracial relationships, there remains significant... Oh, wait. Well, that that they're... Sorry. Despite these figures increasing since interracial relationships have been, like... 
legalized, I guess, if you will. Sure. Which sounds weird to even say. I know. Yeah, but... In 2020. um, Yeah. There remains significant public opposition and a stigma associated with mixed ethnicity relationships. Yeah. For instance, uh, only last year, do you remember that Cheerios ad? Yes, and it got so much shit for it. Yeah. Because they had, like, a white mother and and a black father. Oh, right, and, and then, they like, were the enjoying, kids were mixed. Yep, and they were enjoying Cheerios, and that was the only fucking thing. And, and people were losing their fucking minds. Over lost it. it. Also, though, like, not it's not interracial, but like, I remember the Campbell Soup one where um, they were like, there was a gay couple and their kid, and then like Campbell, somebody like said something on Twitter about it, and then Campbell Soup was like, "It sounds like you're not feeling good. You could use a delicious hot bowl of." <laughs> God, I love social media. I know. It was just like, burn, motherfuckers. Yeah, Campbell's soup. That's the one reason why I wish we were, I wish Twitter was cooler. Not that we were better at Twitter, but I wish Twitter right. was cooler because if I you wish ever it was see. nothing but shit like that. Yeah. Right. If you ever watch like the, um, the feuds that go Wendy's. between Wendy's and fucking Chick-fil-A, they are on fire. If you follow oh, either dude, one of hilarious. those, you will laugh your ass off. Same thing with like Papa yeah. John's and Pizza Hut. If you watch them go back and forth. It's so great. <clears throat> if you are a fast food social media. Yeah, fast food social media manager, I would like to hire you. I literally, can you please come be our social media intern? Like, we can't pay I... you a lot, meaning nothing, but... Right, kisses and... Well, no, social distancing. Social We're... distancing, like... Virtual pats on the back, probably. Absolutely. <laughs> as many of those as you want, come and get it. Yes, for sure. Oh, Yeah. But, anyway... Evidence suggests that adolescents who are dating interracially are, this is so sad, are less likely to tell their family and friends about their relationships than those dating a same race partner and are less likely to be publicly affectionate. That sucks. But I feel like, I feel like that's the same thing as um, gay and lesbian relationships as well. True. I bet you if you looked at those numbers, they would be spot on. But, you know, like, okay, and and this is not to excuse, like, this is just a devil's advocate moment. Like, okay, there are people that religiously believe that, like, okay, that gay marriage is wrong or whatever. Okay. So, okay, there's one not even really, like, leg to stand on. But, like, when it comes to interracial dating, there's literally nothing that you could say. No. No. So, yeah, that's just fucked up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, what else? So um, nearly four in 10 adults, 39%, say the growing number of people marrying someone of a different race is good for society. Yay. I mean, 40% though, like... Yeah, but (laughs) that's up from 24% in 2010, which is not that long ago. Yes, true. So it's growing quickly. Yeah. And also, statistically speaking, if you are more educated, a bachelor degree or higher, you are more likely to agree that interracial dating is good for the population. Get fucking educated. Like. Right. Get woke, fools. Get woke. (laughs) Oh, this is nuts. I can't believe these numbers. 
Right. Um, yeah, so the more educated you are, the more likely you are to not have a problem with this. And you shouldn't anyway. Right. But it just goes to show that, like, smarter people get it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Only about 10% of people are likely to... Oh, that was you. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was not me. That was my buzz. My bad. If, if nobody... If that gets edited out for some reason, Beth's phone just went off. <laughs> <laughs> so... Only about 10% of people are likely to have someone in their family opposite their interracial... Opposed. Uh, I'm s- opposed. Opposed their... Opposed their interracial, interracial relationship now. Down from 31% in 2000. So like yesterday, 2000? Huh, right. We're in the fucking you future now, I mean? Beth. I know, I forget. 2020, it's, it's like so the fucking weird. future. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fucking future it's the future yeah yeah so that i i mean you, you know and that's the thing it's like you've got all of these old white people who just fucking oppose it for no reason right they're dying off like right thank like, god you will die <laughs> <laughs> you will die you will die you will die if you oppose it right I, I mean, honestly, if you look at the numbers. I it, mean, thankfully, yeah. Well, and I think people are just becoming more accepting to it, you know, like, oh, which is good. I mean, in general, like, um, yeah. so the biggest decline has occurred among non-blacks. So today, 14% of non-blacks say that they would oppose a close relative marrying a black person down from 63% in 1990. Holy shit. That's 30 years ago. That's huge. Like, that was like when I we were watching Bart Simpson for the first time, 1990. Like, right. That was Brian's phone again this time. Well, I, yeah, that was actually my call <laughs> waiting go off. That never goes off. Right. What is happening? And it was my boss. Like. Fuck you, Apocalypse. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. No more calling me. No more. Stop it. Uh, Social distancing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Putting you on ignore. Anyway. Yeah. So, you know, we're becoming more accepting of relationships of interracial nature. and, And that's good because interracial relationships actually benefit society. Yes, they do. How do they do that, Brian? So... They, uh, the variety is the spice of life. Diversity really is. is good. Diversity is good. And I know diversity is great. It's amazing. Why not? Um, you know, if you're if you're a nerd and you get into sci-fi, like eventually all of us are just gonna have like pale skin and Asian eyes. You know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> this is gonna happen. And. <sighs> And, and we shouldn't worry about it because it's I don't think it, so, Brian. it's great. It's great. <laughs> Everyone should do it. That's not variety. That's everybody having. Well, you know, I mean, this is a little racisty. <laughs> it's only a melting pot until everything melts, and then it looks the same, right? No, then everybody still looks different. No, no. Anyway, sci-fi anyway. utopia nerd shit aside. Okay. Um, being exposed to new ways of thinking, which. We all need 
we oh, all have sure. to have these like moments in our life that's kind of like, oh, okay. I get checked on a regular basis, like sometimes just reading like different views from different people on Facebook. Yeah. Of the things that they go through, especially with all this political stuff that's been happening, you know, like, yeah, you get a real rude awakening of what it's like for other people sometimes. And, um, you know, it's interesting to see and hear and it kind of makes you wake the fuck up. Like, no, absolutely. And like yeah. digression number five, six, five, yeah, five. Okay, so maybe six. Take a drink. I'll take a drink before. Mm-hmm. Way ahead of you. Mm. <laughs> when I went to basic training for the army, um, they honestly asked everyone who has never seen a black person before. I was amazed. What? Yes, I was amazed by the number of people who have ra- raised their hands and was like, "Holy shit!" No, and this was in two thousand and five. There are oh still God. people out there who like don't have never have physically never seen a black person in person. Like it's bananas. We've all seen Chris Rock, so you can't right. <laughs> you can't. T- you you can't. Have you ever seen that meme? By the way, we're gonna digress off a of digression. That meme where mm. it's like Chris Rock, Kid Rock, and The Rock all in one picture. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> the greatest thing of life. Um, and it, that's diversity. Like, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do more of that. But look at how great that is. Three right. different rocks, all different people, uh, just nothing but talent. But I couldn't believe the amount of people who raised their hands that were like, yep, I've never seen a black person in person in my life in 2005. But, you know, just, I mean, incorporating all of the aspects of culture, race, religion into daily life. Like, you know, one of the things that I am like such a firm believer on, like at work is like having a diverse team. Yeah. And it really is so true. Like, like the biggest bunch of numbskull kids that I ever had working for me was just in Arkansas, group of white kids. That was it. (laughs) They were all like, but then like these teams that I have that have been like, you know, people from everywhere, like, I remember when I was in Indiana, I had one community assistant who was from China and he, I would not have survived without him because we had such a strong Asian population there that like he was pivotal in the success and failure of that community. Right. You know, and then, you know, you get like, I have kids now that are, um, you know, huge parts of like the black fraternities and sororities and like they bring me like what you know, what, how do we break into that group? Like, how do, what do we need to do to like bring them here? You know, and they understand what their group goes through and what their group wants to hear and how we, so like, if you just hire people that are just like you, it's going to be nothing but people like you. Right. But if you want to get everybody, especially from a university, like uh, a university where it's nothing but diversity, I I can't live without a diverse team. No, no, and that makes and a lot of ex- sense. Yeah, and being exposed to their cultures and what they go through on a daily basis makes me a better person every day, you know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Let's see, I'm going to have to be pee-pee boy, so... Okay, so um, I'll just keep going. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, but, you know, you also become stronger in what you believe. Like, once you see what other people go through and you understand the struggles of other people... You definitely like become a little bit more conviction, like your conviction grows when you are around other people and you understand, you know, the ways of life of other people. Um, Also, just having an incredible experience with someone you love and respect is one of the best parts of 
that is a burp for all those keeping track out there. Uh, drink. So having, yeah, just, you know, everything else aside, like having an incredible experience with somebody you love and respect is one of the best parts of being in a relationship like this because you aren't seeing what they look like. You're just in love with somebody that is a great person. And um, also one of the most interesting things that I thought of um, was going back to the kissing episode where we learned that um, a lot of times uh, opposites attract, and this is an actual genetic thing, where the reason that you are attracted to people that are the opposite of you is because your body wants to um, mate with someone that has different genetics in you so that your offspring has the best chance of survival because your immune systems are so different. I'm back. So, and at the yeah. best time, too, because we talked about this. Yep. Different it, genetics mean different immune systems, which mean healthier babies. Absolutely. We talked about that in what episode was it where opposites attract? Kissing. Kissing. So, yeah. And that makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, I love it when we can always um, bring Draw things something back. back. Yeah. yeah. Bring call things back. back to like the, <laughs> well, not just a callback, but like bring things back to like our primal fucking needs. You know, yep. no, that makes yeah. so much sense. So yeah, the def- the different genetic uh, immune systems, that's huge. Right. Because so if you it, want to have babies, it's about survival. It's your, you, yeah. It's in your best interest to seek someone that is most different from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Brian, how do we navigate interracial relationships successfully? I have With no all I- of that being said. I have no idea because I have zero experience on this. Um, well, the good news is, is I wrote a whole bunch of stuff down for you. I know. You're the best. <laughs> so the best way to navigate interracial relationships successfully is to focus on similarities and not the differences. Yes. Remember that it was shared interests, values, and personality that made you fall for them, not what's on the outside. That's um, unless it's a big dick, then I fell for that. <laughs> just kidding, but not really. I feel like you just took that whole sentence and like threw it in the trash. No, like. <laughs> I didn't. I've never. The audience knows I'm joking, sort of. Right, sort of, kind <laughs> of, maybe. <clears throat> but no, that's that's so profound because. It doesn't matter if it's uh, interracial or there's any other differences. Remember what made you fall for this person. It's true. Yeah. Like, it's what's on the inside that really, at the end of the day, we all know that. Like, when you really fall for someone, it's what's on the inside. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's also important to remember that differences in opinion or values are based on things like religion and culture and upbringing, not race. You can and probably have had some of these same differences with people of your own race. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, if you differ from someone politically, it has nothing to do with whether they're black, white, whatever. It has to do with the fact that at the end of the day, this is what you believe and this is what they believe. And that's it. So anytime you run into some of those like value based um, disagreements Mm-hmm. Just remember that it's not about the race that's making them have different values than you. It's the fact that you were brought up differently than they were. Right. Your religion, your culture, your upbringing are the reasons for that and not because they're black or white. Very good point. 
So also, um, remember that what makes your partner different and attractive can sometimes be the answer to what you are lacking as a partner. So true. This is the yin and yang thing, like the opposites attract thing. Like what you lack as a partner sometimes, you know, like, okay, I'm kind of a loose cannon. Like I do better in relationships with someone who is more stable. Yeah. Makes sense. Because, yeah. Or like sometimes people who are super stable and regimented, like do better in relationships with someone like me because it lets like it forces them to like let loose, you Mm -hmm. know, and just be a little bit more like open to excitement and spontaneity and things like that. Right. So yeah. yeah, What your partner what your partner is different from you then is sometimes not what should draw you apart. It should be what draws you together. I like it. Yeah. Um, also don't make assumptions about your partner based on their race. Oh my God. That's probably yeah. If there's anything you walk away with from this episode, it's that. Yes. Yes. So true. Like, yeah. Um, you know, like, if, you're, if your new partner is Asian, don't bring sushi to the first <laughs> meeting of mom and dad or something. Like, don't assume that people like something or don't like something or whatever. Right. Like, because of their race. Just treat each individual person like an individual person. Yeah. No, that's great advice. Yeah. Um, Also get comfortable about talking about race. Yes. Don't be afraid to acknowledge that racism exists in the world and communicate about that. Yes. Um, Ignoring it can lead to more problems. For sure. Yeah. I think sometimes if you, you know, it's like any problem, like if you just ignore it and hope it goes away, it's just going to make it worse. Acknowledging that racism is out there and that sometimes you're going to face that as a couple is only going to make you stronger, you know? And I always think, like, laugh about it. Like, you know, God, people are stupid. Okay. If if I didn't laugh about people being stupid all the time, I would fucking have killed myself a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. For sure. Um, Also, don't be afraid to seek counseling if there are issues that you have concerns with. It's what professionals are there for. Absolutely. You know, sometimes it can be hard to talk about that stuff and people don't know how because maybe you are one of these people that Brian met in the army that had never (laughs) met a black person before. Sure. You know, and then you start dating a girl or a guy that is of that race and then you're like, oh, my God, I don't know how to deal with this. Like. Professionals provide you, mental health professionals, I can't say enough, like, don't be afraid to seek counseling ever about anything. It is the smartest thing that you can do sometimes to save yourself mentally. Yeah. In your relationship. Oh, for sure. Especially in situations like this. Like, they can help you to feel better about it and to understand and provide a judgment-free zone for you to soundboard that stuff off with. With Absolutely. or without your partner. <clears throat> no, for sure. And, you know, they're they're educated in this stuff. They they are able to help you. They might have more experience with this than you do. Yes, they definitely why, do. Yeah. Why not talk to somebody like that if you're having problems with it? For sure. We all know how hard it is to date in the apocalypse. <laughs> don't so let <laughs> don't let your differences come in between you and something really good. For sure. 
All right. So the last thing that we have is don't let outside's opinion opinions alter the way you feel or view your partner. God, that's so important. <clears throat> For real. Remember that if someone doesn't think you should be with someone based on their race, there is something wrong with them and that the relationship you... And sh- that is the relationship you should reconsider, not the one with your partner. Absolutely. Oh, good point. I'm so drunk right now. Yeah. Also, it's, I was like, you're going to have a hard time reading a sentence that long. <laughs> so let me just say it's it again. All remember, that if, <laughs> remember that if someone doesn't think you should be with someone based on their race, there is something wrong with them. And that is the relationship that you should reconsider, not the one with your partner. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Like, yeah. If your friend's like, oh, man, I can't believe you're dating Chen Ho. He is a dude that is from Asia. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe your friend is a weird racist. And maybe you should just stop hanging out with him instead of... Chances are, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, anyway, I yeah. So, Jane, hopefully we did you... <laughs> yeah, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Hopefully we did you <laughs> proud on this episode. I, I, it was I a th- little silly, but it was also fun. I agree. I like it. Yeah. Um, Brian, do you have any shout outs? Um, I'm just going to uh, reiterate the shout outs that I did give to um, the quarantine uh, quarantine chug. What was it? I don't know. Quarantine beer chugs. <laughs> Facebook group, join them. Chug your beers live. It's okay. Yeah, that'll be fun. Agreed. Um. Well, since everything is canceled, that is pretty crappy. Um, But I do, the only thing that I still have that has not been canceled yet is that May 5th in Charlotte, North Carolina. For right now, I'm still allegedly performing at the Ain't She Funny Comedy Festival. It's a Friday night at 6 p.m., I believe, maybe later, 7 p.m., something. But anyway, just look up Ain't She Funny Comedy Festival. Um, And, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. So um, hopefully that still goes through. Hopefully the world is not canceled. Um, And uh, I think that's all that I got, too. That's Yeah, that's it for me. All right. Well... Stay safe. Don't touch anyone. Remain quarantined for now, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs> Wash your fucking hands, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs> <laughs>